Hey, Lester. Hey, what's up, Art? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. I feel good. I think we are doing some great things, and I can't wait to share it with the whole Chocolate and Chai universe. Chocolate and Chai. You want to welcome the people before we jump in? Absolutely. How you doing, folks? This is Chocolate and Chai. And Chai, yes. Chocolate welcome. and Chai. Welcome, everyone. So... So Lester, uh, yeah. you think this is uh, uh, the episode where we get up and personal with Art and Lester? Yeah, I think I think that was the time we did a lot of featuring of other events and other people, and I think now we want our listeners to get to know us a little better, right? I'm up for that. I'm up for it too. Let's 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 make it happen. You want to start it off? Well, man, I mean, uh, I think uh, we uh, talked about this uh, in our introduction uh, episode, the, uh, episode zero, uh, about uh, how we met and, you know, we oh. are both uh, entertainers and storytellers, right? Uh, and, uh, uh, I'm a writer, actor, uh, you know, filmmaker, want to be director. <laughs> what a new director, yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't directed uh, screen stuff yet, so but it's ha- it's gonna happen. It's coming soon, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you are yourself uh, an actor, producer, a rapper, storyteller, uh, filmmaker. So I think uh, people know a little bit about that, but I think it's about time we start sharing the kind of things that we are um, currently working on, and uh, you know the kind of things that uh, we plan on doing together in this year. Uh, the kind of stories we want to tell, the kind of projects we're working, you know, I know some things are uh, still in the oven, getting baked, but uh, I think there's a harm in uh, letting people in on the secret. People who yeah. follow us, people who love us already, they deserve right. to be ahead of the curve. Right, right, absolutely. And yeah, we're going to drop some exclusives. Exclusives come your way. But before we jump into that, uh, Lester, tell me, how's, how's this year been so far for you? What's going on? It's been great, Art. I just found out that I'm going to, I think you already know, but I'm going to be on a billboard. Right on, man. Right yeah. on. So it doesn't get any bigger than that. I'm excited. It's going to be for Literally. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be for this campaign by Van Miller. It's called Why Did I Become a Model? And they're <laughs> looking for people who are just regular down-to-earth people who represent something who want to be model citizens for people to look up to and so I submitted my information and they chose me so there's going to be a fashion show tied to it but I'm just so excited about being on a billboard so I'll keep you guys posted on that but other than that Mm -hmm. what's going on with you what did you do last week Oh, keeping keeping busy. Uh, what, what did I do last week? Good question. Good question. Uh, I was in New York City. Uh, checked out some theater stuff. I checked out oh, recently. Right. Watched The Lion King. You know, uh, I'm in New York City, as you know. Oh right. Uh, you're in Atlanta, so yeah, New York City is always hip and happening. So you know, enjoying the city vibe over the winter. As far as the Work goes, you know. Uh, I've been writing things, as as you know. There is a one project that uh, I've been uh, working with my writing partner, uh, Lapakiso Sandoval, uh, for the last couple of years that we had uh, optioned uh, last year. So we're you know, uh, doing some rewrites and stuff. As far as people do not know, uh, you know, writing, uh, especially a film, uh, you know, and I'm 
uh, sure same for goes for tv as well i mean these are long process but we're getting it developed uh takes even longer right you know there's lots of small independent things that people uh end up putting the teams together and doing themselves kind of things you and i want to do as well but right. uh, um and which can you know again everything takes time you have to create stories and everything but when you get into uh studio system and stuff it's uh, you know it's good but it's complicated too because you have more people who are giving you right. reports and giving you their advice and stuff you know it, it takes few years to just write a film and get it uh, to pre production stages if people don't know about that it, it's a long process it's not you know it's right. many films uh, stay in pre production for few years before they get made if they do get made so yeah and it's tough because you want to be creative right you want to act and you want to do this and do that but you just have to wait mm-hmm. so it's frustrating i remember you telling me it's you have to kind of wait for things to happen and so i feel like we should just create stuff on the side while we're waiting right right i i strongly agree with you and that was the reason uh, we were behind starting chocolate and chai yeah it's not just a podcast but it's going to be uh, a product a production um, entity that's going to produce a lot of great content we'll start with some over over this year so yeah i think that's uh, that's that's the goal i mean another actually interesting thing that happened over last week i uh, i will share that um, you know more as we as we move forward but you know i met uh, hollywood um, hollywood uh celebrity let's call him uh, you know <laughs> her, uh about another project of mine that i was uh, you know the more details to come later in future but another project of mine that i've been co-writing with my writing partner uh, it's a comedy and we want to, him to be part of it <laughs> excuse me so right. uh, so art talk to the people about what it's like actually talking to people on that level let's say you meet a hollywood celebrity like you just mentioned mm-hmm. is there a difference between trying to talk to that person as opposed to somebody who's on a smaller level or a lower level what's the difference what are the challenges that you face in terms of pitching to somebody of that status hmm. very very good question very interesting question actually yeah i'm uh, curious Yeah I mean it is uh, it has been a very interesting process as you know that before this uh, we have made uh, two pitches uh, two successful pitches thankfully to uh, for the other project that I we optioned last year to uh, to studio to a studio to a production company uh, which was different uh, which was also again a very specific kind of process right but uh, uh because these are production companies or you know uh, tv networks and you're talking to people who get a lot of pitches right so why would they like, like your project like you get 30 minutes you got to make your pitch and be heard and get them in, engaged and interested in what what it is that you're selling kind of right, right? Uh, right. but uh but these are uh, executives and you know um so it's 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 one thing uh but right. if you're meeting a hollywood uh, celebrity like you know uh uh you know could be an actor uh, performer uh a lot of them end up being producers at some point and that's where you know so it is there's a difference even in that right the, they're both at a different level they're pitching to friends and talking to people at certain level 
you know there's a, you can be uh, sloppy to some extent uh, <laughs> should never be but you know that's a there's a, there's a difference right that's true uh, that's true versus professional because uh, when you're talking to these people either at studio level or at uh, hollywood uh, producer actor level these are professionals right, right? so uh, they have a lot of people reaching out to them you have to realize that compared to you know um, so right. you have to stand out right so that, that's that's the biggest thing and then you have to be very professional and courteous but in both mm. of course with the hollywood uh, personality and versus studio there's a little bit of a difference because you know studio might you know again uh, people coming from hollywood especially acting were not celebrities right so a face yeah. and, and you know the different thing and our meeting was actually st- started with the idea of pitching this person into a character that we had written for them and they were very interested they're they're ready to jump in actually uh wow. even help us uh, produce and get it made so yeah thank you so that that was great that's but, awesome yeah thank you but to answer your question i'm just trying to formulate uh, an answer as i'm talking to you i think the big mm-hmm. thing as a say for pitching uh so there is a difference between as i said uh, in an amateur versus professionals and i think both studio or a hollywood actor is a producer they're all a professional right so you just got to be very professional and uh, courteous of their time so that's that's the biggest I thing like that. in terms of difference like between uh, you know so you got to prepare so right. both these pitches like this pitch that we made we talked to him a year ago him or her like we talked to the person over a year ago that we have yeah. something for you and we yeah. didn't meet them until now because we wanted to make sure that our character and story is flushed out enough to present it to them Right. right. So now that's another thing when you're pitching uh to a person for let's say a Hollywood star for them to start in your project or you know, help with your project uh, right. or even a studio for that matter but more so when you're pitching a person for a character you really have to have it flushed out don't go with your you know don't go with your okay work or you know this is my idea don't go with ideas so many people listen here so to so many ideas that you really have to have you have your best out there to show them right because right. if you don't give your best this might be your only shot right we have thankfully so far been like in three pitches we three for three so far thankfully but you know uh, that's awesome yeah thank you thank you you beating the odds that's awesome because it is so hard to first meet these people right you don't just meet these people it, it takes time for that to happen and so for you to meet them and to be successful pitching to them and and telling them about your idea i think that's That's great. That's awesome. I I think you should do a workshop or something like that where you talk about how to approach I mean celebrities and how to pitch to them. Yeah, possibly, but again, I'm no expert. Right? I don't claim to be an expert. I'm but just saying Yeah, some experience, but I'm learning. But you also uh, mm-hmm. remember that I come from business background, right? I used to oh. be uh, consulting business. Uh so there's I I I treated like that. I'd be used to have to make presentations and pitches and uh, project meetings and uh product meetings and stuff like that reaching out to clients uh, potential clients and stuff like that which was business millions of dollars involved and I, I treated like that right you have to be prepared you have to know the person you're talking to so these are the things and you're right i mean i could give some advice for sure i'm right. expert but yeah i can definitely share some advice and give the things that says so prepare first thing whatever you're presenting the product that you're presenting to them either it's your um screenplay it's your story whatever it is their character for somebody to cast in make sure it's your best possible product that right. you have to spend time if you have only done this for 3 months or 1 week or whatever you think you're ready you're not 
<laughs> I mean, that's the reason the thing that you and I are working on. It's been a year, right? And we're still yeah, flushing out ideas. You can see that, right? Because uh, right. the things are, is, th- and it has evolved so much from where we started to where we are. It has. Oh my so, uh, and, uh, so, and every time we talk, we add something, we take something. We add something, another so, layer, right? Right. So the yeah. thing uh, here is that you do need that time. And most of us are not doing, when we're doing stuff like this, we're not doing it uh, for 40 hours a week, right? We have other lives, we're doing other things. So, you know, if you haven't given it its due time, it's 200, 400, 600 hours of work, which will take six months to a year or even more at time. There's yeah. no way that you are ready. I like what you said about that though, Art, about how you have to devote a lot of time to this but at the same time you're busy with life right so i guess my question to you is how do you balance that out right how because i remember you were telling me that you were even thinking about going back to corporate right Mm -hmm. corporate world in a Mm -hmm. sense so how do you balance being an artist and then trying to live your life and let me throw that question back to you. I mean, you uh, you had a yeah. full-time job working in New York uh, did, uh, right. for, for a long time. Uh, and along with that, you were making films and telling stories as well. So before yeah. I share uh, my secrets, I'll tell you that. My uh, secret is there is no secret, right? I'll tell you and then I'll ask you because <laughs> I was struggling doing that with the full-time job. I was not. That's why I left my job to do this because I really wanted to do this. Uh, so I was not able to find that delicate balance between having a full-time demanding career that I had and be able to do this. And even right. if you're doing this, there's other things that come up because, you know, many of us in starting phase are not, this is not paying our bills, right? So there's other things you're doing, even if, uh, you know, which means that even if you either you have a second or third job and if you don't have that, you're at least doing five different things so that you have more options, right? So... Uh, it's not like there's one film that you're dedicated to and you're working on that for one year. That's almost never going to happen. Oh, so not. The time balance is uh, is really hard. And I mean, I struggle with that. But you had a full-time job. And along with that, you were making films. You were, you know, I, that, I met you at festival. You were acting, right. Right, producing, you know, running things through festivals, you know, writing books and stuff. So uh, I think uh, that's... You are more of a master of that than I am. Tell me, how, how did you do that? And how are the well, things now? Well, let's just put it this way, Art. I have to say this much. I'm very happy here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I'm not as secure financially as I was in New York. What I mean by that is when I was in New York mm-hmm. and I was a bus driver, I was making $34 an hour, right? Let's just cut to the chase, right? Let's throw out numbers. I was making $34 an hour. And as you know, if you move to another state and you start a new job, you're not going to start out making $34 an hour, at least not driving a bus anyway, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I left New York. I retired because after 10 years, you become vested. So I'll have a little retirement money mm-hmm. to fall back on when I right. turn 65. But I left New York and I came to Atlanta and I said to myself, OK, I don't want to drive buses anymore. I want to pursue acting full time. Mm-hmm. So I came out here with that one goal in mind. And I didn't realize that you need money to live, right? I knew that you needed money to live, but you don't realize it until you see that, oh, things are different. I don't have that paycheck that I was making in New York anymore. Mm-hmm. And so then I found myself scrambling. So I would do security work on the side, but then that didn't pay much. So then I would jump to another security company 
that paid a little more, but even that wasn't enough. Right. So then I tried Uber, I tried Lyft, Art, I've been, I've done it all. I tried to become a chauffeur driver and the money was great, but it, it wasn't consistent. I wasn't getting consistent hours. Right. And so that in itself just affected my ability to produce films or to even act. So I'm going through it right now as we speak. I'm trying to figure out, okay, I got to get a job that's going to pay me, not what I was making in New York, but it has to pay me at least 15, maybe $20 an hour right. in order for me to get back to what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get back there. And it's tough. It's tough being an artist because you want to create, you want to be creative. But if the money isn't there, you can't do anything. Right, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying that, you know, that's a, that's a hard question for me to answer because I don't really have an honest answer. I, I had a high paying six figure, uh, you know, job. I was right. making, uh, and I was working 60, 80, 100 hours a week. And I right. wasn't, I didn't really have much time to act or uh, write or create because, you know, when you do 60, 80 hours in a consulting uh, business, you know, it's, uh, I had a team of 100 people I was managing, uh, you know, um, millions of dollars uh, in, in money uh, yeah. the clients multiple clients so the thing is it's like a lot of mental uh, stress and work and everything I had no creative energy to do anything either so I was not able to I'm sure some people are maybe I don't know but I was not able to as well it was hard so I had right. to leave my job to, because I really wanted to do this that's what I tell people you really have to do this so I left and uh, I've been focused on doing this for the last couple of years uh, and I mean I was fortunate that I had some savings from there that I'm using and you know of course I make some money here and there doing things acting and writing and uh, stuff but it's not you know so far yeah. same as what I was making uh, so I, I, I'm with you on that, man. That is a struggle. Uh, that's why a lot of people, a lot of talented people and otherwise uh, are not able to continue in this business. It's, a, uh, you know, it's the money is the hardest aspect uh, because uh, most of the jobs, you know, if you're uh, working at a restaurant, I mean, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't pay well and a lot of people have to have multiple jobs. Uh, but comparatively way, way more consistent and you know you have some money, but when you're in a creative business, it's just so hard and unpredictable. And then if you're doing something else, I don't think it's easy to do two things. You know, I I, I mean, it's it's a good thing, an idea, but, but I don't think it's really, really that possible. At least I struggle to do that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have an answer to that question yeah. about managing uh, that because, you know, I was not able to. I struggle in managing all multiple projects. I'll say that, right? That's that's another thing I'm learning. So, uh, you know, it's uh, because, you know, you're like, oh, I'm doing this and this is going so well. So I want to do something else. But then because it's kind of there's so many other factors that are dependent on making one thing happen. They're like, OK, I want to have a second thing, third thing. But then make one to take first and second and third, right? How yeah. to prioritize, you know, you know, it's it's a... It's a learning process every day, and I'm, you know, I'm assuming at all level and every level, people struggle uh, with that. But, um, but Art, I will say this, right? Even though we might not be making top dollar right now as creatives, right? I think mm -hmm. it's so important to do what you love, right? Let's look at Kobe Bryant, right? He died at 41 years old, right? Which is pretty young, mm -hmm. but everybody has been saying that he lived a full life. And for me, I've always told people that I want to do everything that I wanted to do because you never know. 
door, you might not get an opportunity to try something that you always wanted to do. So what we're doing is great. I think we're out there and we're chasing our passions. We're going after our goals and we're doing what we want to do because in the end, that's all that matters, right? You want to be happy inside. I mean, I, I can cannot agree more, of course, right? I mean, and yes, to add on to that, uh, the Kobe Bryant uh, news was uh, very shocking. Uh, uh, like many, like I saw a notification on my phone and I was like, what? Uh, and I'm not a big basketball fan. I mean, I'm not a big sports fan. So I, right. But Kobe Bryant, you didn't need to be a sports fan to know Kobe Bryant's name. Uh, right. For all uh, good and bad reasons, you know, I don't have to go into details yeah. here, but you know, there's mm-hmm. uh, both uh, in in this particular case. But I, I was aware of his name. I was aware, and and he's. I've, I've uh, as I just said, I'd heard a lot of good things. Uh, his work in women's basketball, his champion of diversity and stuff. You know, there was uh, some bad things. So I'd, I'd heard enough to know his name, and. But it was shocking the way it happened. Right. You have all the money in the world. I mean, he's a right. man, multi-million, Ooh. multi-millionaire, yeah. and you know, taking a private helicopter ride. Yeah. Well, what's the guarantee of life, right? And such an unfortunate thing. Like you know, the, the man who who had so much life ahead of him, and not right. just his daughter. A His daughter, daughter, yes, who was a teenager, yeah. and other people, right? There's other people. I mean, of other course, families, the, yes. The bigger the celebrity, the more the impact maybe they have in the world, or at least more their name people know. But yeah. other people that were in, the, you know, that I don't even know the names of, but yeah, just disappeared, right? But, uh, but yeah, but so what? Yeah, no, what you're saying, but. Uh, yes, yeah, this is so true, right? So the, those are the kind of things that remind you that mm-hmm. uh, you just have this life that you're living and you have this moment that you're in to do the things that you want to do, right? Right. And, and, and saying everybody's and not as fortunate as you and I are because it's not. I'm not saying that people don't want to. I know many people want to and they're not able to for whatever reasons they have, and yeah. I feel for them. But if you are able to and you want to then I guess you should. And that's the biggest reason you do it, right? And, uh, Absolutely. And, and as long as you can last, at least you know that you did your best and it works or not, you know, like most of the things in life, it's not in your, not completely in your hand, but at least you put your best effort and that's the you only way the gonna if you're not going to put the effort and it's not going to work out. So that's yeah. the step to making it work is putting that effort in. Right. And the last thing about Kobe are is they said that, as you know, he was a great basketball player. He did so many great things on the basketball court, right? And after that, after he retired, they were saying that there's no way he's going to be able to be as happy as he was mm-hmm. playing basketball. And they asked him, they said, Kobe, what's next? And he said, oh, I love storytelling. Right. I want to write children's books. I want to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And he was so happy. He won an Oscar and everything. And they were right. saying that he was actually... Feeling good film. Good film. Right. He was he was he was more content doing that than he ever than he had ever been playing basketball. But again, he was pursuing that well, passion, that, that other passion. That's a, exactly. I mean, that's a very very good point that you bring. Uh, uh, following your real passion. I mean, in a, mm. or so to say, like even for a person who has already accomplished and achieved things to a certain level, uh, you know. Uh, you you had a good safe job. Uh, if you just you know, uh, he had a great career. So there's no direct comparison. But I'm saying you had a uh, 
great successful job that you were safe with like you had a safe life i had a great successful career where i could have just exactly. pursued that and went in but i think at some point everybody uh, whenever it is they decide what they want to do and they do it and when you find that thing you really feel happy about it like uh covid it right so it's it's yes. a, a very very good point uh that that you raise and you know so and another thing is storytelling the power of storytelling man once you get once you get a taste for storytelling there's nothing like that there's wow. just nothing like that that's that's i think biggest thing right you know uh that i'm realizing as we go like why do i want to do this right the why of it right and i still don't know the answer i think most of us uh, <laughs> figure it out in our lives why we do things we do but right. i think the power of storytelling is just amazing i mean that's what i'm saying when and that's 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 uh, tying back to what i was saying earlier when you make a pitch right do you know do you, this is the story that you really feel this is the, you know that you mm-hmm. you're passionate about the story and when you bring that uh, into on uh, you know in with you you bring that to the table i think people will see that i mean they can feel it yeah mm. but that happens uh, that's what i'm saying if you rush things into oh this is something i, I think is going to be great it's probably not going to be great but I agree. Uh, but if you because uh, uh, but if you have put the time in if you put the work in and you really really feel it i agree as well too i mean that's why i've been fortunate so far right so it is uh prepared go in you know best and people have so far shown interest and in, you know telling telling those stories so yeah but yeah we should definitely uh, do maybe uh, an episode here or something around that if if you're interested and you know people are absolutely pitching and no, stuff absolutely yeah. that is a, that is a thing in itself how you pitch and how you how you share uh, share something uh you know that's that's a very interesting process and uh, i'm learning as we go but yeah some experience has has helped uh, so far yeah yeah all right there's this guy that we want to have on our show his name is Miles Neiman from mm-hmm. the Georgia Hollywood Review right right i'm giving you another example of just making content that touches people's lives so he recently made a post about looking for short films for his new app it's called the Thea Network T H E A network right mhm and so i saw that he was looking for a short film so i sent him my short film driving force and he saw it and he got back to me right away he said lester i was actually moved to tears right he said i'd love to put it on my my app my my channel and i said mm-hmm. wow great so from that right now he wants to be on our podcast show right right he's inviting us to this networking mixer too and and just things like that but again it started with how the film made him feel right he was moved by that and that film meant a lot to me because that movie is about my life as a bus driver right i played this character who was a bus driver who loses his child to this drunk driver and this drunk driver goes to jail gets out and then one day he gets on my bus and he wow. tells me what he did to my child and so now I'm in a position where I have to react. I have to figure out okay, am I going to kill this guy or am I going to forgive him? What's going to happen? So again, he felt that story, but it meant so much to me telling that story because I am a real bus driver. So it wasn't hard for me to go there, but again, it meant a lot to me and because of that, he felt it. And that's what I want to do. I want to continue to tell stories that touch people's lives, like the stuff that we're working on. I know that people are going to feel it they're going to they're going to enjoy it, but they're also going to get something from it and that's the whole point of storytelling of filmmaking you don't want to just do something just to do it right you want to do it because it means something to you i'm sorry guys 
No, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, even Will Smith, right? Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, they waited, I don't know how many years to do the third Bad Boys. I think it was 18 years. I forgot how many years. It was a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And they asked Will, why didn't you just come out with a third Bad Boys sooner? And you know what Will said? Will said, I just didn't want to do another movie. He said a lot of times people are doing sequels just to do them because they know that it's going to make money. But he said, I wanted to tell a story. I wanted to tell a really good story that people would remember, that people could learn from, that people would appreciate. And I said, wow, this is Will Smith, right? Will Smith can do anything. He can put out any movie that he wants. Well, he does. Well, you know what I mean, though. But the the fact, I, I just, that said a lot to me. That told me that, wow, he cares about how people see his work. He cares about what he puts out there. Right. And don't get me wrong, some actors they put out bad movies. I get that. But Bad Boys, he could have easily put that out 5 years ago, 8 years ago, right? But he right. waited because he wanted to make sure that he told a great story. And I right. I, I was I admire him for that. No, absolutely. I think uh, the last uh, film in the franchise, Bad Boys 2, did not get edited. Either, although it made money, it did not get good reviews. And uh, Will Smith, uh, and this one is getting great reviews, Bad Boys for Life. And I think Will Smith, to me, seems like one of those actors, even though, like most actors, uh, he's had you know a lot of good films and a lot of bad, like most big actors, right? Uh, not, right. Not, not so good films, right? That happens to most actors, not to everyone. But it happens to most actors. It has happened to him. He has made a lot of not films that are not so good. But I'm assuming he was uh, convinced about them at some point. But he seems like a guy who wants to make good films. Who wants to tell I stories. Uh, and uh, you know, telling good stories, I think, uh, is is at the as at the bottom of every everything and every storyteller that uh, whatever they want to do, like the stories we want to tell. Like you and I are passionate about uh, diversity. We and last episode we talked about diversity in Hollywood, right? Uh, right. And uh, uh, everything that we create is going to represent the world we live in and the way the world we see it, and tell the stories of the people that live in it. You know, brown people, black people, uh, you know, LGBTQ community, immigrants, uh, 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 Americans. Uh, uh, you know, all all those things, you know, uh, men, women, everything that makes this world uh, real. America is right. one of the greatest country in the world for that reason. And, you know, you uh, you and I uh, live that. So I think that's uh, that's critical for uh, us to tell those stories, right? That's where chocolate and chai comes from. So I think, uh, you know, the, it might be a little too early to exactly give the nuggets of uh, exact the kind of uh, stories and content that will be we're planning on developing but I think uh, most of the things that we're talking about are are real real subjects that people are dealing with in this world right either it's about homelessness either it's about education it's either it's about uh, you know um, people's dreams and aspirations that you and I just talked about I mean one of our major projects chocolate and chai is kind of is going to be kind of based on our lives right and we as we just heard we have had our our experience in lives and there's so many great stories out there to be told including ours that uh, you know that that i think people would find interesting people would want to know and, uh, and you know if others uh, the the world that we live in if others don't you have to tell them yourself and if it's good Ooh, people would like that. yeah people would uh, hopefully feel it right yeah you mentioned homelessness you remember we talked about that concept right and- right I see a lot of that out here in Atlanta. I know it's bad in New York, 
too but this I, I feel like something needs to be done but again a film that deals with that would be very timely I think we need something like that I think we need something that just addresses social issues and we don't have to be political we don't have to be preachy but I think we definitely need to speak to the truths that we're experiencing in our everyday lives and that's what good storytelling is right 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 I mean that's uh, my last short film that I, I wrote and uh, produced uh, and acted in was uh, called Kacharwala Five Cents Each which was basically about uh, you know a, uh, a guy who's picking bottles and cans in New York City so you oh. know sure you've seen those people in New York City who pick bottles and cans uh, right for five cents each uh, and that's something I found very intriguing we see those people walking on street and we just uh, close our eyes did not even realize who they are and I, I actually did some hands-on research with the character where I went and picked bottles and cans uh, in, in the city like not for shooting but for research to see okay. to see how that feels to do something right. like that and it's it's an experience right because you know people just shut i was like oh what will what happens if somebody who knows me sees me but the thing is once you start doing something like that like homeless people or like you know people just ignore you if you are just not in their radar they just don't and you just disappear and i had people coming on like giving me bottles and cans some people even you know two people offered me money you know uh, a guy gave me twenty dollars again. I mean, I gave them their money back. <laughs> Don't get anything, but you know, but you know, there's right, a lot right. of kindness in the world too. But I'm just saying, when the moment you step into that world, you see that there is a lot of, uh, you know, hate, a lot of uh, suffering, yes. but there's also a lot of kindness. There's a lot of love, and there is. that's why I wanted to do hands-on research because I. I, even though I was passionate about telling that story, I didn't know about that world. And if I'm going to play a character like that, I need to understand, right? So I mean, like you played a bus driver, you know that life, but there are things that you may have in your character that you don't know, but you can learn. Right. And uh, you know, so I did, and uh, the film, um, you know, went to a few festivals. It even won a New York Spotlight Award at Manhattan Film Festival. And uh, the thing with the the story is that right again I, as my first film even though you know again and I every time you work you create better work right I'm sure the second and third film I do will be better thanks to create we'll learn in process and keep creating better and better content but the subject the story is like and I wanted to tell a story which is relevant like people's story right people people that be around us but we don't and that's the purpose of making films and TV and shows and I feel like it gives you a window I think that's why people watch it and that's why people create it because it gives you a window into the world that you do not know of Ooh. right uh, and it's an easier way for you to absor- uh, absorb it because you know I'm not most people are not going to uh, go and talk to about it collector right but if it's a 5 10 minute film it gives you a little bit more window into their world your perspective might change completely on next time you see a guy picking a bottle or can i love it empathy absolutely right right exactly and that's why when it comes to diversity and inclusion and everything every time when you see people on screen and tell uh, learn their stories because you're not going into like you know you may not be going into probably not like a black person's home or an immigrant's home or uh, like you know whatever uh, uh, so be in a LGBTQ community and all that you may not have access you may not be uh, interested you may have, there's could be a lot of reasons behind it but a film or a TV or it's a medium through which if the stories a good stories are told and even if not told that well 
if they, at yeah, the boy. core of it if the story is good i think that's what matters the most because you know again not everything turns out as good and if it does it's great but even if it doesn't as long as the subject is there i think there's some value it. even that right but i don't like uh, at least when it's small budget films and uh, i don't like rejecting them right out because uh, there is some motive especially if there's some good you can look at that and mm. you know there's heart there's a heart right right it, right there's a heartbeat to it in a sense where exactly. and you can tell that somebody put their heart into it i i, I agree with that I, I right that. and you're um, learning something that you would not learn otherwise That's so, really good. And then entertainment, right? Okay, entertainment is a big aspect. I'm not again. That's why I love comedies, right? I mean, we're definitely working on a couple of comedies. The Chocolate and Chai we want to do as comedy because I feel comedy is a good way sometimes to uh, get people into hard subjects. Right. Yeah. You mentioned that people. It's easier for people to digest. Right. Comedy. And, and it's entertaining and fun, you know. So. uh and it's it's a learning process right there's so much content out there i know people sometimes complain that oh i want my uh, you know money back for watching this but do you really what else would you be doing otherwise i mean you know i i don't think i've ever said that okay there's some bad films that i have seen and you know uh, my voice <laughs> but uh, you wouldn't go that far to say yeah, i want my money but back. my point <laughs> exactly but also i'm saying right there's always uh, again there's exceptions to the rule but uh, you know people putting their heart and soul in it and you kind of get a just why you're going to watch it then you get something out of it right right i always try to look for that silver lining great i remember i saw this short film called today you T- today you tomorrow me by chris neal uh-huh. right and it was about this white guy who was on the highway and then his car just sort of shut down and he was trying to get a ride or get some help from somebody who's hitchhiking so this Mexican guy pulls up to him with his whole family and the Mexican guy helps him right cuz he didn't expect that the Mexican guy would help him you know how it is the whole race thing Mexicans and you you know what kind of world we live in and how people seem to think that Mexicans are trying to do this and they're trying to get into the country to do that and anyway the Mexican ended up helping this white man and this white man was brought to tears the white man tried to give him money for helping him and the mexican said no just pay it forward he told the guy no i don't want your money mm-hmm. so he said today you tomorrow me in other words i help you right i don't want any money and then tomorrow pay it forward you help someone else but the whole act of kindness the film is about kindness and and helping a fellow brother and no matter what your race is what color you are what sexuality it was just a matter of him helping another man who needed help and that's what life is about right absolutely I'm to talking about color oh he's white he's black he doesn't like white people he doesn't like asian people he doesn't like indian people we need to we need to get away from that i don't want to get too political and i don't want to get too preachy but i think we need to just look at people as human beings and love them for who they are right except for who they are i mean uh, for for the most part i think there is uh, <laughs> there are times when it gets harder uh, including for me so but but i i do agree right. just of that uh, just of that message um uh, and 
and that's the kind of uh, you know important stories we are going to tell that's the kind of stories you know where we are going to make there's uh, there's uh, you know few short films uh, guys that are in plan for us uh, at least one maybe two by summer that we were planning on shooting in atlanta one in atlanta one in new york uh, right. both our bases and then chocolate and chai the movie or the series uh, is going to get into production this year as well maybe towards fall or summer or fall so we we're going to be shooting that we are already started collecting uh, a group of uh, you know uh, oh right the group of uh, some amazing talent some amazing people that uh, yeah. that we have uh, both in new york and in atlanta atlanta we are bringing uh, building this team and if you guys are interested uh, you know uh feel free to reach out to us because we want to uh, build a, a it's it, filmmaking is a collaborating uh, collaborative art form right you need to make it yourself right and we we want that it's you know you need so many people in front and in behind the camera that it's 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 crazy important uh, my dear friend dan galero who is a uh cinemat- cinematographer and also writer director based in new york who directed my film is a, you know the very talented cinematographer he's part of our team uh you know we, we have we have we have some very wonderful people uh let's try to share uh, our new uh collab uh, potential collaborators that we have in uh, in atlanta area oh yeah sure we got my friend juan londono juan a, yeah he's a great cinematographer great editor and we have a guy named Zach Shiram mm-hmm. really talented kid he's a director assistant director he edits he's a cinematographer he's a storyteller he's a storyteller he's a storyteller that's, right yeah that's the yeah. kind of people that we we want to collaborate with who are passionate about telling good stories right we are all learning right and we are you're always learning right look at uh, the irishman by the great martin scorsese it's a great movie nominated for so many but it has its own problems too so you know you're uh, you're always learning you're always making mistakes and you're always doing things that some may like and some may not uh, so that none of that matters as long as you're passionate about telling story and you know uh, being out there and doing the work that's that's all that matters and that's what we're looking for absolutely absolutely yeah i, I can't wait to get started i know you're going to india i am going to india yeah in march i'm going to i'm going to stay spending some time in india meeting some friends and uh, making uh, hopefully shooting a project there in india as well you know we're going to keep it international as we said earlier Ooh, the stories that right. we tell are going to be international so yeah that the more updates on that uh, as uh, as i as i'm there as i come back about uh, the great things that that we're going to pu- pull together so yeah definitely uh india trip is exciting and then hopefully as i said later there's uh, people who are listening and uh, interested in collaboration we're in new york and atlanta but you know la is not far chicago is not far and neither is uh, you know london or uh you know <laughs> tokyo like right. where wherever <laughs> people right. want to collaborate you know we we are willing to uh collaborate and tell great stories uh and that's right. that's all that matters to us absolutely absolutely i love that i think we can end on that note but i'm looking forward to it i think we're building a great team like you said before and i think we're putting the right pieces in place and so it's just a matter of time before 
we just officially launched everything. So stay tuned for Chocolate and Chai projects. We got a lot of things in the works. And yes, yes, guys. Please do. I mean, follow us uh, on this podcast. This would be the uh, first place for all the notifications. And of course, uh, you know, uh, Lester Green and Artria. And you can follow us on our individual social media accounts and we'll keep you posted about things that we're doing. Uh, so this was uh, about uh, up and personal with uh, Art and Lester. Right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know, again, uh, coming episodes, we're going to get uh, back to. Uh, and this, again, we want to talk about us. We want to talk about you. We want to talk about things that we're passionate about, as we said, right? So, coming episodes, there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff coming. Uh, we, we have, we're going to break down what good story, good stories to. Uh, feel like so we have uh, we're also planning on doing an episode about good stories uh there's something very you know interesting that we have, uh, that both me and Lester are passionate about uh, somebody that we really admire who we are oh, going right. to talk about in coming episodes um yeah if you want to throw the name out Lester or you want to save the surprise uh, let's wait okay so yeah but <laughs> and we'll uh, again as we said we'll we'll have few guests over uh uh, right. You know, um, Miles is going to be uh, one of our guests. Oh, yeah, Miles, me, celebrity yeah, uh, yeah. guests and some other guests as well that we have planned in future. But whatever else you guys want to hear, uh, hit us up and you know, uh, on social media, let us know if there's something that you want to hear from us and we'll talk about it. But thank you so much for all the love. Thank you so much for support. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to this journey with you. Yes, thank you. Chocolate and chai. Chai. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you.